podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my brother out in Louisiana, USA, Regis Prograde. Regis, what's good, man? How's, how's life? Life all good, brother. Personal-wise, life is super amazing, bro. Real, real, real good, you know? So now it's like boxing-wise, let's, let's get some fights, you know what I'm saying? I do want to talk boxing, but what are you sitting in right now, man? I need, to, I, know, I need to know what you're driving right there. This the G wagon, bro. This um, this my G wagon. I just got this uh, not too long ago. G wagon G sixty three. So I just, I just got this uh, a while ago. One of my partners delivered it to me. So you know, I'm happy about that. Yeah, fruits of your labor. It's all your hard work, brother. So good, right. good, good luck with that. Good stuff with that. Listen, let's talk boxing then. Uh, obviously, you you put a couple of Instagram posts out saying. People don't call me out. People don't mention my name in the one forty pound division and the WBA. <laughs> have ordered number one and number six to fight for that vacant belt. I know you're higher than, I think you're ranked number five in the WBA. You've held that belt before. Um, just talking about the whole Instagram post and why you were so upset and why people aren't calling you out. Yeah, bro. It's just like, it's frustrating. You know what I'm saying? Like, so um, how is they going to like, so, I mean, you saw the thing with the WBA. You, it was like six fighters and, you know, all those dudes. And then you had, to, they wanted you to give up like a, uh, you had to get on the call to say why you deserve the shot, which is like, all right, you know, so I didn't get on the call, but my manager, he got on the call and literally like out of all those people, I was the only, I was ranked number one in the world. You know what I'm saying? I still feel like I'm the best party in the world, but right now, you know, we'll talk about that later, but I, I was ranked number one in the world. And then, on, and then on top of that, like I was the only one that held the belt. Like none of them, none of the other dudes ever held the belt. Nobody even got close to holding the belt. And I was the only one that actually was the world champion in the WBA. So it's like, how are you going to surpass me? How are you going to skip over me and just give it to somebody else? You know, like, it just kind of aggravated me. And then on top of that, you know, like, nobody, you literally have, you literally hear nobody at 140 say my name. You have all these dudes coming up and whatever. Nobody says reach, nobody says reach pro. I mean, when I was in Dubai, Jack Catterall was there. He says something. He he says something, and then you know after the fight, after I fought McKenna, I told I told Jack Catterall, I was like, you know, like, you know, I called him out. I t- I told him come to the ring and stuff like that. And then you know he said it. I think, and they said, hey, one other dude maybe say my name, um, but it's like nobody really say my name, bro. Nobody. Wait, I'm doing something. I'm doing something. It's like nobody. Nobody says my name at all, and it's like, why? You know, I'm, I mean, I know I'm dangerous and shit. Nobody's, nobody's gonna want to say my name. Nobody wants to. It's like nobody wants to fight me. You know, so of course that's a little frustrating. But I feel like everything is gonna work itself out. At the end of the day, I, I, I really feel like things are gonna happen. I will be a world champion again. You know, um, of course my my goal is to become a two time world champion. I've been waiting for a long. It's like I've been waiting for a long time, but. At the, like people say time is not on your side, but I really feel like time is on my side because I'm so, my body is so preserved. I had one hard fight in my whole career, you know, like with me and Josh, mm-hmm. that was like probably literally the only hard fight. And everybody knows like in boxing, it you know, your career is shortened by hard fights and I haven't had any hard fights. So really since 2019, it's already what, 2022 right now. So that's three years. I haven't really been touched. I mean, my last three fights, you know, I haven't been touched in my fights, you know, at all. So um, my body's really preserved, and I take care of myself real good. So for me, I'm just getting, I'm getting more dangerous. I'm getting more and more dangerous 
And at the same time, that chip on my shoulder is growing more and more and more. And it's like, it is frustrating, but I feel like I'm gonna, I feel like I definitely will be a world champion again, probably in 2022. If not 2022, 2023 for sure, I'll be a world champion again. Regis, you mentioned there that everything will work out and that you are dangerous. Now, you said in your Instagram post that you don't box people, you fuck. I'm not going to say the word I, that you I heard, use. I heard, people. I heard them, bro. I, I fight I fight to hurt people. You know, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I mean, I really do. I fight to hurt people. So, and people know that about me. My mindset is like, I'm going, I'm going to hurt you. I'm not going to try to box you. I'm going to really, I'm really trying to hurt you. That's what I'm doing. Like, you know, uh, Deontay Wilder said, you know, you can really, this is the only sport where you can really go out there and really want to hurt a man and you, you know, I can get in trouble for it. You know, it's, it's the sport. And so that's, that's what I do. I go out and hurt people. So even though people know how dangerous I am, but even if, if people still feel like maybe they can beat me or not, they still not going to want to take that fight because they know, like, if you fight me, your career might be short, you know, cause you're going to have a hard fight and I'm going to hurt you, you know, like no matter what I'm most, most likely I'm going, cause I don't go for like to boxing on points. I go to try to knock people out. That's what I try to do. I'm not trying to box you on points and stuff. I want to knock you out and I want to hurt you. So, um, you know, that's why people, people don't, people don't want to fight me. You know, like, I think that's why people don't want to fight me and stuff like this. So, but I have, I still have confidence because I feel like it's, things are going to happen. It's going to happen. I will be a, I will be a world champion again. You mentioned Jack Carroll there. Now, I, I don't know if you've seen him and Teofimo Lopez organizing a fight between themselves. Um, they were saying, they'll fight each other, Jack and Teo. But then Teo's obviously saying at the 140-pound division, who's out there? Why does nobody want to fight Teo? Now, you mentioned Jack, and obviously there's Teo there. Are they, are they fights that you would look to in the future? I, listen, Jack. Tio, anybody, you know, I'm cool. I'm cool with Tio. I'm cool. I mean, I'm cool with a lot of the fighters and stuff like that. And I'm not even gonna lie. Like I try to, like, I try to stay away from some fighters because I'm cool with them. And like, for me, when I fight somebody, like I said, I won't hurt you, you know? And it's like, if I'm cool with somebody, I don't want to hurt them just yet. But if I have to, then I'm gonna do it, you know? So if me and Tio, you know, Tio did, Tio said, nobody's, Nobody um wants to fight him at one point. And I said, I don't know what the hell you talking about. I never got no call because I'll definitely fight Tio. You know, like I know it's a lot of fighters. They a lot of fighters these days. They don't want to say nobody names and all that type of shit. So I'll definitely, for sure, I will definitely fight Tio. I will, I will fight Jack. I will fight like I will literally fight any at one forty. I will fight anybody. It's nobody that I'm like running from or scared of or even ducking or something like that. Like I say, it's, it's some people that it's some people at one forty that you know I'll stay away from as long as I can because I'm cool with them. That's the only reason because I, like I said, I fight people to hurt them, you know, and it's like, I'm cool with you, but I don't want, I'm going to hurt you. That's the, at the end of the day, I'm really going to hurt you. I'm not going to try to box you. I'm really going to try to, I'm really trying to put you in a hospital, like for real. I'm not trying to mess around with you and stuff. I'm going to try to hurt you. So I will want to stay, some fighters I want to stay away from because I know, I'm, I know I'm going to hurt them, you know, but like I said, if, if we have to do it, then, you know, it is what it is and we just have to do it. You mentioned Jack Carroll there. You've obviously exchanged words with Jack uh, out, in du- out in Dubai back in March with your fight with Tyron McKenna. So just talk to him about what was said between you two. And I know Jack doesn't back down from anybody. So again, what do you have to do to make these fights happen between yourself and Jack and maybe Teal? I can't give you the answer on what, how we're going to make the fights happen. You know, like, as we all know, the fighters don't make the fights happen. Mm. You know, that's just the thing. Like, it's the it's the people behind us, the business people and stuff. I can call out, I mean, I can call out people forever and ever and ever, but it doesn't work. It won't do nothing, you know? So 
I'm, I kind of got sick of calling people out. You know, I just put that on, I put that on Twitter because I was just frustrated by the whole rankings with the WBA. Like, how yeah. wouldn't you let me fight for the belt if I was already a champ? I was literally the only, like, the only one on the whole list. I was the only one that was a champion. Nobody else was a champion before, so I was frustrated by that. But I mean, I can call out people forever, bro. I've been calling out. You know, I've been calling out Javante, and I've been calling out Adrian Brown. I called out a lot of people, and the fights never happened. So it's like, in boxing, that's you just call out people don't get you nowhere, really. You know, it just doesn't. You can call out people till your face turns blue, but it's just not going to get you nowhere in boxing. So, I mean, it's the people behind, it's the managers, the promoters, the networks. They all make things happen, you know. So the fighters, I know the fans want to see good fights and stuff, but the fighters are not in charge of that. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure if the fighters was in charge of it, everybody would be fighting each other, but they just not because it's, you know, it's a, it's a business. At the end of the day, that's what it really is. It's a sport to the, the fans, but to the people that's really running the show, mm -hmm. it's a business, and that's what they do. That It's a business to them. So, you know, I can call out everybody I want, bro. I call out Jack and call out T.O. I can call out anybody. Of course, um, I definitely want to see um Josh Taylor again, Zapata, all these dudes, bro. But it's just like, what can I do? I can just call them out and and that's it. That's all I can do. But, you know, it's people behind them that they make the decisions, you know, at the end of the day. I think that's why you give Tyler McKenna some props and some respect because he called you out and he got the fight. So he seemed to be the only one calling you out and mentioning your name. And he got right. the fight. So do you need these guys to maybe mention you to get that fight? Exactly. You know, like, let somebody call me out. You know, I I, it's, it's, I think, like I said, Catterall said he'll fight me. You know, he said that when I was in, in Dubai. So, you know, of course, I had to call him back. I went after I fought. And I, it's a dude, I, it's some dude named Matias. I see him on, I see, I don't think he calls me out, but like his people, they say something about him and stuff like that. Um, And I think he's, He's a, a pretty decent 140 pounder. Um, ranked in, I think he's in the ranking system. One of the one of the sanctioned bodies. Someone he's in the rankings or whatever. So, like I said, mate, I'll fight anybody. Like literally, I know a lot of fighters say, bro, but you put me, you put anybody in front of me at 140, and I'm fighting. Don't care. I get, I get that vibe with you, Regis, and it's frustrating because I think you've 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 made a lot of fans, especially over my side of the world in the UK and Europe because of the way, obviously, after the Josh Taylor fight and obviously the Tyrone McKenna fight out in Dubai, you've made a lot of fans out here. And people get a lot of questions asking, like, or especially me, because obviously they know I've got a good relationship with you and they always ask, when's Regis out? When's Regis fighting? I'm like, I don't know. I honestly don't mm -hmm. know. So, again, it's people, not just you that is frustrated. I, I get the sense that a lot of fans are frustrated that you're not getting the fights and these big fights that because I think you know, you've got that fan-friendly style. So, for the fans as well, I think they're getting a bit frustrated as well that we're not seeing you in action more. Yeah, bro. It's like I said, it's frustrating. But I, I mean, I, I believe in my people behind me. I, I feel like I feel like the, the the fights will come, especially 2022, you know, with the whole thing with Pro Bellum. I'm guaranteed three fights a year. So hopefully I'll be fighting sometime in the summertime, end of summer, something like that. And then after that, probably by the be um the end of the year, I'll be fighting again. So I just you know, for me, I just want to stay active, stay busy and the fights will come, you know, they're going to pay me good money every time. So that's, you know, that's no problem on that. And so it's just, for me, my main thing is, of course, the money in the belt. You know, I definitely want to be a world champion. Again, that's just something I want to do. And really, to be honest, man, I, I might can stay at 140 for the rest of my career. Um, if I, if I truly want to, you know, because now I have the nutrition on point, I have a, you know, like the nutritionist, he got me right. And I can, it's just, it was real easy to make 140. And so, Maybe I can stay there. So I'm not like for me, I'm not gonna give up my goals. My goal is to be a, a champion again at 140. But 
you know, it's, I feel like it'll come, you know, it, it, it'll eventually these dudes will have to fight me. That's the thing. Eventually, no matter who becomes the world champion, they will have to fight me. I don't know what's going on with Josh Taylor. You know, I know he was, you know, trying to with the belts and really, we don't really know what's going on. I mean, you probably know, but we don't know what's going on with him. If he's going to, I know he let the WBA go. If he's going to 147 or if he's staying at 140 or, or whatever, but like I said, if he goes up to, you know, if he goes up to 147, then all the belts will be vacant. And so I'll go ahead and grab one. I probably, most likely I'll probably grab all of them if I want to really, you know, it, it truly depends on, you know, what I want to do. But for me, um, I, I think I'm going to just stay at 140, grab, grab the belts until something huge. If I need to go to 147, something big happens for me right there. But I have, I do have, I do have faith in like my people and my team and stuff that will, I'll get the belt again. I just have patience and, and, you know, the first time I was the world champion, I read the first time I didn't really, it's crazy because I didn't really even cherish being a world champion. Like world champion is the highest, you know, the highest status you can get in boxing. And I was the world champion. I really didn't even care, bro. Like it was like, all right, whatever. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care. It's, you know, it wasn't even really nothing to me. Now it's like, I, I've been waiting for three years now, you know, so this is, and I'm just, for me, I feel like I'm a totally different fighter right now. Like I'm way hungry. I have a bigger chip on my shoulder and it's really, you know, when I become a world champion again, um, it'll really be deserving this time. The first time I just did it and it's just like, it was nothing to me. It's just like, ah, whatever. This is mm. on to the next one. You know, now it's like, I'm really grinding to become that. I feel like the second time around is, is it's supposed to be how the first time around should be, you know, like you're really trying to get there. You're really, you climbing and climbing and climbing. You got so many obstacles coming at you, but you're still climbing. You're still clawing your way to the top. And um, the first time it was just like, I just went there. Shoot. I just went to the top. I went to the top of the mountain. Just, I kind of just took a, a breeze and just pushed me to the top. But now I'm really climbing up there. Now it really, it's a lot of things been throwing at me, but I'm still, I'm still going. So it'll feel that much better. You know, it'll feel that much better this time around. I'm looking at the WBA rankings and obviously one and six is fighting each other for the vacant belt. Now you're sitting at number five. Are you going to try and work your way into a mandatory position? Maybe fight somebody higher up in you in the rankings. I know a guy in the UK, O'Hara Davis is ranked number three uh, in the WBA as well. And, and uh, he's probably an easy fight for you to make as well. O'Hara Davis out here in the UK. But again, are you, are you and your team looking to get yourself in that mandatory position to fight the winner of between uh, Puello, uh, Puello and I think it's yeah, some yeah, I forget me, I do I forget his name. Um, is that what your plan is, or are you looking at the other governing bodies? Well, I was for me, from what I was told, I was supposed to fight for the belt next. You know, I thought I was, I really thought in the WBA, I was gonna fight for the belt next, and now it just it just didn't happen you know so if i had to go that route or go another another sanctioned body it's i mean whatever bro i'm just like mm-hmm. i said i just let my manager trying to take care of that stuff i just for me i won't get in there and fight whoever you we can fight o'hara davies you know i say sandal martin is a good you know Sandor is a good martin, fight and yeah. martin I, i'll fight him you know that's a good fight but i from what i'm hearing he's gonna fight o'hara davies that's what i think i think sandal martin is supposed to fight him you know so both of those will be out because they fight each other, you know. What? So it's like I want to fight somebody. The thing is, O'Hara's fighting to Saturday night as well, so he's fighting Saturday. So hopefully, he gets through that that fight um, on Saturday night. But Regis, have you got a message for the one? If you had the one for everyone was listening from the one forty pound division, from Josh Taylor to Jose Ramirez to Sabida to Sandal Martin to Jack Carroll to Teofimo Lopez, uh, I think is 
Gary Russell Jr. moved up or something like that. I don't know where he is. I think I'm somebody up there. No, I think uh, it's, the other, it's the other Gary Russell. It's the other the Gary other. Russell, right? It's, it's his brother, one of his little brothers, yeah. Montana Love as well. I mean, he's up at one point, another American fighter. I mean, the division is stacked with talent. It, there's no reason why you shouldn't get a fight. So have you got a message for everyone in the 100? Listen, I wish, Andrew, I wish I can, I wish all those names was on the screen right now and I can see all of them in their face. I would tell them I'll beat all y'all. Literally, I'll whoop any one of them, any one of those names, you know, I'll just, I won't want to fight. I won't fight anybody, bro. Like, I, I'm not, for me, I'm not ducking nobody. I wish I could, I wish all of them was lined up in front of my car right now and I could, I can go down a list and like, tell y'all, I will fight all y'all. I will whoop you. I will whoop you. I will knock you out, knock you out, knock you out. I wish I can fight all of them, bro. Like, I mean, I just feel like I'm different as a fighter because nobody going to say that to a whole division. Like, I will say that to everybody in the whole division, to their face. Like, I will be, I want to fight every last one of y'all, you know? And like I said, and for me, just to, to become a world champion, and that's, I feel like it's nothing going to stand in my way. You know, all those dudes, you can line all those dudes up. For me, I thought that with the WBA route, I said, let's, I, I kind of suggested them. I said, just let me fight for the WBA and I will fight every last one of those dudes that was in line. I would, I can, I can guarantee I will fight every last one of them. Cause for me, it's not even about the fight, bro. Like once we are, I'm a fighter, I'm a fighter by heart. So I don't care about who I'm fighting. I just want to be the best. Mm-hmm. And it's just about like, how much you going to pay me? You know, that's it. After that, it's like, all right, I'm going to fight this dude. All right. How much you going to pay me to fight this dude? That's it. You know, but I would, I would have fought Puello next and beat him for the belt. And then I would have fought the dude he's fighting and just everybody. I would have fought anybody that, that all the, all the other five dudes that was in the way, I would have fought them and been good with that. But it didn't happen like that. So I guess I got to wait a little longer. Nah, man, it's frustrating as well. As, as boxing fans, and obviously, clearly for yourself, it's a frustrating time because, like I said, you've got that fan-friendly style. And believe it or not, I do get people asking me about when uh, Regis and how's Regis and when's he fighting next. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I speak to Regis every now and again, but I honestly don't have a clue. So, Regis, yeah. listen, I do appreciate your time and taking some time out to speak to me. As always, uh, I do appreciate it. And listen, hopefully in the next few weeks, when we get some news and get you a fight date and uh, I'll get you back on the call. Yep. Appreciate it. We just appreciate it, bro. Thank you. Yep. Sports Social Podcast Network.